Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast, your destination for in-depth discussion and analysis of the Premier League and the Champions League. I'm Robbie Musto, he's Robbie Earl. Yeah, and today, Musty, we've got a very special guest joining us today, professional golfer Billy Horschel. We'll get into the golf with Billy in the upcoming President's Cup in a moment, but, but first, let's want to get Billy's thoughts on the Premier League, how he became a Premier League fan, likes football, likes West Ham, and all the things football rather than golf today. So thanks, Billy, so much for joining us. The top question is, how did you get into Premier League football, football generally, and why West Ham United? Yeah, that's a great question, and thanks for having me on. Uh, my older brother played, as we call it here in America, Soccer. soccer. I call it football mm-hmm. now. Yeah, on the podcast, you know, it's football, of, my friend. Or whatever. <laughs> as I've been uh, following the Premier League and West Ham now, I call it football. I call it the proper mm-hmm. name. Um, my older brother played uh, when I was younger. And he's 13 years older than me. So I always wanted to play growing up. Um, I played a ton of other sports. Um, I say my dad didn't allow my younger brother and I to play because I don't think he, he enjoyed watching my older brother play. It wasn't a sport that he, he grew up uh, playing. Mm-hmm. He was a big American football player um, in high school and college. So, um, but, so I've always followed, always had an enjoyment of it, played with my buddies at, around the house and at their house and um, go to college. Uh, and my sophomore year of college, went into a new, new apartment, new condo. Um, and TV wasn't set up yet, so bought a couple uh, DVDs, and, and one of them had to be Green Street Hooligans, um, <laughs> which was based around West Ham and Millwall. Yeah. <laughs> and from there, I mean, I absolutely loved that. I think I watched that uh, Green Street Hooligans probably about 10 times in about a five-day period. I uh, just absolutely loved that culture. Um, and so that's how I became a West Ham fan. And we had a couple uh, Colombians on our team that were mm. big football uh, you know, supporters of their national team, and we played a little indoor, little uh, football at, at our school at our rec center with amongst our players on our golf team. So um, that's how I got into it. That's how I became a West Ham fan. Um, and then once NBC started airing, airing the Premier League over here in the States, mm-hmm. you know, roughly a decade ago, it became so much easier to follow along with West Ham, the Premier League, watch all the games. Um, I don't miss a West Ham game. And if there's a <laughs> Premier League game on, on TV – uh, I'm usually watching that as well. So wow. it's uh, it's in my blood now. It's in my <laughs> culture. Um, I have two guys on my team that work for me that are English. And as one of them says, he's like, he, he calls me or he says I'm 50% English now just because of how much <laughs> I love too. the culture over there, how much I love the Premier League. A lot of the, a lot of the uh, things that the Brits love, I, I really mm. enjoy and embrace a lot of. It's so different, Bill, isn't it? You know, being a, a football fan and having that, that kind of spirit in the stadium and the singing is so different to golf. And did I just read recently that, that uh, Mark Noble and Declan Rice got in touch or sent you a tweet or something? Did you meet those two guys, West Ham, brilliant, brilliant midfield players? Yeah, they are. Um, so I won a tournament uh, in March of 21 last year and Noble reached out to me. Um, <laughs> he got my number through somebody else and I'm not one to get shell sh- shell shocked by anybody, but I, I had a big smile on my face when I saw that he reached out, knowing who he was and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, so we stayed in communication uh, a lot, and then we finally met um, in person at the Open Championship last year down at Royal St George's, and we've hit it off. We've got a lot of similar personalities. Um, I've been to several games now. Um, we probably talk, if not every day, every wow. other day. 
Wow. Um, and so he's become one of my best friends uh, very quickly. And so he's been an unbelievable guy and, and I love him to death. And Deck, um, Deck's right there. Deck came and watched um, the BMW PGA last year when I won. And him and Noble were there when I won on Sunday and we went out to dinner and celebrated. And, and so Deck's oh, wow. become a really good friend. Uh, Deck was out last, uh, last Monday at the BMW PGA. He walked around with me a little bit during the practice round, hit a couple shots in the golf course. And then he oh. came back out on Saturday to watch a few holes and Noble played in the pro-am with me last week um, at the BMW PGA. So two oh, wow. really good friends, two wow. guys I stay in touch with on a, on a regular basis through uh text messaging through facetime so um yeah i mean it's it's pretty cool to to see that um you know i befriended one of the the legends in uh, at west ham and in the game of premier league and then to think about i've got one of the one of the rising stars or already a star in the premier mm -hmm. league who's probably going to be a captain of the, the national club here um very shortly in declan rice uh so it's pretty it's pretty neat i've, I've befriended two guys that are really well known throughout uh, the football world I think you said, um, Billy, that you, you've been to the London Stadium, watched watch games there. Just talk to us a little bit about, and, and you know, our, our viewers, some who may not have been to an English stadium, just what it's like in that stadium when they're singing Forever Blowing Bubbles, the connection between the fans and, and, and the players. Robbie and I, you know, we're fortunate enough to play in the league, but it's so hard sometimes to, to just describe how that connection, how strong that connection is. You're exactly right. That connection's unbelievable. Um, I related to, um, you know, I went to University of Florida to play college golf there. And mm -hmm. so our American college football team is, uh, or American college football is huge in, yeah. in the States and mm -hmm. the tailgating part of it and the fans, you know, really getting in, involved in it. And if you go to the right college and the right atmosphere, it's loud. They're yelling, they're screaming the entire game. And so when I finally made it to a Premier League game last year, it reminded me a lot of that. Um, but even better because there's songs and there's songs that are hilarious and there's chants <laughs> and everything that are, are, um, are just wonderful. And there are way fans and, and the home fans going at it and, and the chirping back and forth that you see, you know, in the section that yeah. the way fans are at is, is next level. So it really is amazing. And, you know, talking to deck and talking to Nobles and talking to a lot of the other guys um, at West Ham and also some of the other clubs that I know some of the players you know, they really love when the fans are more involved. We know when they're hearing, you know, they're cheering, even if things aren't going well, the more the energy the fans are giving off, the, the players feed off of that. And, you know, I can, I can relate to that because I love that energy. I love that passion that the fans bring to, to any sport. Um, obviously, golf's a little bit different, but, you know, when you feel that out on the golf course, you know, it really it gives you a little kick in the butt to, to go a little bit even harder. But it's, I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious how big a West Ham fan you are yeah. right now. It's pretty amazing, actually, all you said already with getting to know these players and stuff. Now, I did see a social media post of you with a West Ham United logo all over your golf bag. How did you get that done? Yeah, so uh, that was last year as well. Um, don't have a bag sponsor, so I can, you know, have anything on my golf bag as of right now. And so... Um, my stats guy, Mark Horton, who is also a West Ham fan, he's a, a lifer, grew up, you know, being a, a Hammers fan. Um, he said, hey, how about we get a West Ham bag for the Open Championship in 21 at St. George's? And I said, that sounds awesome. So I designed the bag in the color scheme of, of West Ham. And then I reached out to Trip Smith, who is one of the minority owners who I met um, last year as well um, at Augusta. 
And I said, hey, Trip, I would love to have the crest to put on the bag. Is it okay? Will the team allow that? And he said, sure, let me, you know, just make sure and I'll put you in contact with the right people. So um, they gave me the crest um, and then they gave me the color scheme. Obviously, I had it pretty close, but just the exact coloring of it. Mm. And so we did the bag up in the color and I debuted it last year at, at the British Open Championship. And it was absolute hit. I mean, it just uh, <laughs> it took off. I mean. <laughs> it, it was unbelievable. And I, I think the, the cool thing about it is um, obviously a lot of the Hammers fan love it. And they realize, you know, I was a Hammers fan. But I, what I've told people is that I think I've, I've been embraced by everyone who's a football fan right. and football supporter, because I think they appreciate that as an American, I'm I, I am supporting a sport that you guys founded, that you guys love, that you guys mm -hmm. it's near and dear to everyone's heart. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm not supporting the Man U's, the Arsenal's, yeah. the Man City's, the Chelsea's. Mm -hmm. I'm supporting, you know, a blue blood club that, you know, it's had some success, but nothing compared to some of the top clubs. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I've, I've uh, my fan base has grown tremendously um, <laughs> because of that, whether they've been Hammers fans or whether they've been supporters of the Spurs or the Blues or, or another team. So it's been mm -hmm. pretty cool to see the reception I've gotten from from all the supporters of, of the many different clubs uh, over there. Billy, are there any other golfers who are keen Premier League fans? I think is an Arsenal fan, I believe, and a big Arsenal fan. I think he knows how Lee Dixon, who works on our shows, is, is quite close with Poults. Any of the other players into the Premier League? Lee, Lee Westwood support Nottingham Forest, Rob, I think. Yeah, yeah. Westy's a Forest fan. He he rubbed it in last week when I saw him about uh, the 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 win over us uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, uh, Rory's a big Man U fan. Oh, yeah, uh, Shane yeah. Lowry's oh, yeah. a Man United fan. Um, Tommy Fleetwood's an Everton Everton oh. boy. Um, Terrell Hatton's a Liverpool. So the boys that are over there in the UK are a mm. supporter of of a club over there easily now. When it comes to the American guys, uh, I, I don't know too many that are supporters of, of uh, mm -hmm. too many of the teams or any of the teams the way I am. Um, I think uh, the way um, it's been going, there's been broadcasting, guys are watching it more and they're catching on more. But yeah, um, yeah I'm, not, I'm not sure of any of the American boys mm -hmm. that uh, have, a, have founded a club that they support yet. But you said earlier on that you kind of got into it with NBC, took over the coverage and stuff. Of course, our... Saturday and Sunday mornings has become, you know, must-watch viewing for some American families have been great. How do you how do you make that work? I mean, I, I love golf and I'll watch tournaments whenever I can, but of course, me and Rob Earl, we're on the we're on the TV most weekends. <laughs> do you so so in tournament and out of tournament, how are you consuming the Premier League? How do you do it when you're on tour? Yeah, so on tour, here's a here's a good story for you. So uh, at tournaments, depending on what time I'm teeing off, yeah. uh you know, I'm teeing off late. I'm able to watch the early games if they're team, if they're playing at that point. Um, but if I'm sort of in my warm up, you know, warming up to get ready for the round, and they're playing, the game is on my phone <laughs> during warm up. I'm watching the game as I'm warming up, paying attention to it. Uh, and so, and then on the golf course, uh, I will sort of sneak the phone out a little bit and check the wow. scores to see see where we are. So, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm a diehard. Um, you know, when I support something, I'm, I'm all in 100%. At home, it's a lot easier. You know, Saturday, Sunday mornings, I wake up, I turn yeah. it on, I watch you guys on TV. I've got mm -hmm. my kids, uh, you know, they'll come and watch it a little bit with me. My wife, um, she'll watch it, watch the games and, and everything. So, yeah, it's a lot easier at home. On the road, it's a little bit of a, a 
you know, of a challenge. And I hate not being able to, to watch it live in person. Uh, but I try to find, you know, the best way possible to, to consume it. Your President's Cup captain, um, Davis Love III, has said you're a fiery competitor and somebody you want on your side. So that's Billy Horschel, the, the, the golfer. Who would Billy Horschel, the footballer, be? Would you be a Decanio, a skillful but fiery guy? Would you be a Julian Dix, who was just really tough, hard-nosed uh, fullback for West Ham? A Mark Noble, Mr. Consistency, or a Declan Rice, full of promise and, and poise and, and, and great artistry? Who would you be? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, I'm not Deck. I mean, I'm talented <laughs> in my sport, Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm not one of the most talented players, uh, you know, that just has got a God-given ability Mm -hmm. to to, to play the game. Uh, I would say I'm more of a a Mark Noble, Uh, you know, just born and bred to play it, you know, worked my butt off to get to where I am, Mm -hmm. uh, never taking anything for granted. You know, I I like to say I've got a little bit of Roy Keane in there as well. You know, (laughs) I'm I'm a little bit of a, bit of a, um, a hard A. And okay. <laughs> I don't put up with a lot of stuff. And mm-hmm. out on, you know, when I get the fire brewing, it's uh, I would be up in people's faces in a heartbeat and and oh. uh, making some very hard tackles. You and Musto would be uh, that'd be well, a nice little comp- competition. We're we're kind of that guy. We're the noble <laughs> kind of steady Eddie's good pros. Yeah, so yeah, you're in good company right here. <laughs> just just staying on the golf thing here, Billy. And of course, the Presidents Cup begins on Thursday, September 22nd at 1 p.m. Eastern time on the Golf Channel. Now, I did see that you you made a social media post when you made the team. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but is this the first time that you've been in a USA team for a Ryder Cup or a President's Cup? So, you know, what what excites you about that? And the post obviously said that you're excited to to compete, but team golf like that. Tell us what gets you excited about it. Yeah, it it is my first team. Um, I've been trying to make a team for 14, 13 years now on tour. Um, I'm not going to say it was looking – looking dim, looking like my mm. chances run out, but with so many young guys coming up and being, mm. you know, studs already on tour, um, it's very, you're not going to see many guys at the age of 35 making their first team uh, for U.S. Uh, going forward. So really excited to play it, really excited to be a part of it. But I think for me, it's, it's um, it just being with 12 other, 11 other guys, you guys are all, you know, there for one reason, one cause, I think growing up as a kid, I obviously I played a lot of team sports um, and I loved it, but I didn't truly love it completely because at, a, you know, at 10, 11, 12 playing baseball, playing the other sports I did, like I wanted to be great and I put everything I could into it. And there was a 12 and there was other 12 year olds that were just doing it because their parents yeah. made them play. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I was the one yelling at the kids when they made messed up out on, <laughs> you know, out on the field. Um, and that's just the way my competitive spirit's always been. So to be with 11 other guys that have that same competitive spirit, that same drive to be great, it's going to make it a fun, um, fun event. And, you know, that's what, um, you know, I, I, I miss a little bit out in golf, golf now because it's so individual. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have my team that works around me, but they're not hitting golf shots. We're, they're not doing, you know, the stuff inside the ropes that I'm doing. So, um, it's nice to be able to play the team team events um, that I haven't been able to as a professional, and um, and that's why I think I, I've you know um, I, I've so much embraced the uh, the West Ham and and the fans and the supporters mm-hmm. and, and that mm-hmm. that 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 sense because 
you know, they are a part of the team. You know, even though they're not out on the pitch playing, they're a part of the team and really driving the players to, to push forward and, and trying to, you know, get the club to a, to a higher level. It's about pulling Billy on, on the team stuff. And obviously, Robbie and I pretty much played football for most of our, our, our lives. So we've been in teams. Is it a different mindset when you're in a team than when you're playing as a vigil? Do you have to prepare a little bit differently? Um, yeah, I think I think what you got to understand is, uh, for me, as a, when I'm playing individual, it's all mm-hmm. on my shoulders. You know, I you know I can't blame anybody else, and not that you know next week yeah. I'm going to blame anybody, but it's one of those things where in a team at, at, atmosphere and playing with a partner you've got to make sure that because I can be an emotional guy and I can get running hot mm-hmm. or be really excited. I've got to make sure I'm not affecting my playing partner and what he normally is used to playing. Like, yeah. so uh, I'm able to adjust to who I'm playing with mm-hmm. uh, fairly easy. So I, I try to make it easy for my, my partner to, you know, sort of get comfortable in his normal usual bubble that he would have at a regular tour event. And I can adjust and, and flow in and out of, of, of that energy that we need, you know, during the match. Just a, just a last one from me, uh, Billy, on, on the golf side of things again. Of course, I'm, you know, I'm an avid golfer and a, and a viewer as well. USA golf in general, Billy, Plymouth, you guys aren't half strong. I mean, I, I support Europe in the Ryder Cup and you absolutely destroyed us in the last one. Um, is it just a sweet spot right now for, you said these young guys coming through. American golf is, is strong, isn't it, right now? It is. It is a sweet spot right now. Um, you know, for for many years, it, the European side were so dominant mm-hmm. in the Ryder Cups, and and they were so successful. And obviously, they're going through a transition and a rebuild. And American golf right now, with the talent that we got coming through our college system, out through the Corn Ferry Tour to the PJ Tour, is is just tremendous. And these guys are ready to play at a younger age and and ready to compete and play at a higher level. Um, like I said, it's it's tough to make a team now. It really yeah. is. I. Yeah. Um, you know, I think there's only, you know, I think the average age of our team this year is like 28 years old. Uh, so it's a very young team. And, you know, the old adage in golf is that you really don't hit your prime in, in golf until your 30s. Well, a lot of these guys have hit it a lot earlier and they're probably going to get better? a lot longer <laughs> yeah. and they're only going to get better. And yeah. so, like I said, so like we had a joke yesterday, uh, it was Tony Finau's birthday and, and Tony, you know, you know, thank day when he said, you know, I'm happy Billy and, and Kisner, Kevin Kisner made the team because now I'm not the old guy anymore in the team. So, you know, I'm 35. I think Kevin Kisner's 38. So, you know, it's 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 not um, unforeseeable that there could be a team in the future that may be made up of guys uh, all in their 20s. Yeah. Um, and it, there's a there's a real possibility that just because of what's coming through um, onto the PJ Tour over the next several years. Listen, Billy, it's been brilliant to talk to you, mate. We we wish you much luck in the President's Cup. Just reiterating, it's on Thursday, September the 22nd at 1pm Eastern Time on the Golf Channel. But, yeah, we, we wish you plenty of luck and we'll both be uh, watching in. And uh, I think that we'd say up the irons, I think, is, is, is the way we, we say it, mate. <laughs> up, Thanks, up the hammers, up the hammers, come on your irons. There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Good luck next week. Said live to be West Ham fan. Thanks, for, thanks, mate. Anytime you want to come on back on the show, you're Perfect. very welcome. Love to, love it. And we're going to take a break for the international games coming up over the next week, but we will be back on Sunday. That's October the second when we recap the next round of Premier League fixtures. But for now, I'm Must, I'm Earl. He's Musty. Together with the two Robbies. Thanks for watching, and listening. Be safe, stay healthy. It's a good night for me. 
and it's good night from him. Good night. Yeah.